Vaginas. Yes, we are talking about vaginas tonight on Ladies Night Podcast. For the listeners of Ladies Night Podcast, you can receive the Rose Quartz Yoni Egg, the Stone of Love, and the special V-Day Yoni Steam Blend just for the Ladies Night Podcast listeners. Fellas, get it for your girls. Ladies, get it for your friend. Normally valued at $50, you can receive it all for $40 today. Order at YoniLoveShop.com and use the special code Ladies Night. Welcome to Ladies Night Podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan, and whether it's Ladies Night In or Ladies Night Out, this is what we're talking about. So ladies, I know I probably shocked you in the beginning, but I don't think we talk about feminine health as much as we need to. In fact, nothing about elementary school or anything K through 12 really prepared me to embrace my femininity until I became an adult. And it wasn't until then that I learned a lot of the hard lessons in life. And so tonight's guest will help us to clear up some of those questions we have, and we will break down some of those myths and other things like that. But before we get into the episode, I just wanted to remind you that we have our Ladies Night Out Dinner and Black Panther viewing Saturday, February 17th, 2018. Tickets are currently $15, and they're available at Siobhan.co or on Eventbrite. Dinner will be on your own, but to reserve a seat at the movies with us, you want to order your ticket either on Eventbrite or Siobhan.co. For that evening, we're planning to do dinner at Guadalajara Grill on East Washington Street, followed by the movie at AMC Showplace, Washington Square. Your ticket price does include a sweet gift from us, so do order your ticket today before prices go up on February 10th. Also, we have a few updates, including a new website. So if you want to access Ladies Night Podcast, you can go to ladiesnightpodcast.com. It's still attached to my original website, but it's just easier to remember. So if you want to check out the episodes, remember ladiesnightpodcast.com. Also, we are now on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, YouTube, and if you have an old iTunes subscription, then you will need to delete your old iTunes subscription and re-download Ladies Night Podcast as a new subscriber. And if your friends listen to the podcast and they're still subscribed to the old link, please have them resubscribe as well. All right, so enough of the housekeeping. <laughs> I want to introduce tonight's guest. What I will say is that it's kind of interesting that we're having to talk about the vagina, <laughs> the JJ tonight, um, because I've watched her grow up and it was just like yesterday that she was 12 <laughs> years old <laughs> and I was playing chauffeur. This was way before Uber, guys. Now she's like a grown mm, woman <laughs> doing her thing in the city. So I would like to welcome tonight's guest, Miss Morgan. Hello. Thanks Hi. for having me. No problem. Thanks for coming. Um, and actually, tonight's episode is sponsored by Yoni Love. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yes, my name is Morgan, and like you stated earlier, um, I have known you for a year. <laughs> Only a couple, because I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> right, just a few years. But uh, yes, um, I am transitioning into becoming a full-time entrepreneur. Um, this is my first year not working a non-traditional, uh, not Nine to five. Nine to five, a traditional job. I ventured out and started Yoni Love in February of 2017. Um, I'm a public health uh, major, graduated from IU, very um, interested in public health, helping the community, um, health disparities, very interested in vaginal health, and also improving the um, health gap for women. That's so. so awesome. Girl, you inspired me. I did not realize you are doing this full time. Yes, I am doing this full time. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh, because I've been having the itch. Don't tell my full-time employer, you <laughs> ladies out there, but I've been having that itch as well to take the leap into full-time entrepreneurship. Well, I will say it was 
scary, but I'm so glad that I did it. Everything has just been working out. Um, it's been a little crazy, a little hectic, but I mean, not any more crazy or hectic than me being at my nine to five. So um, now I just have a little bit more freedom. I'm able to, you know, have control over my day and actually do the things that I want to do and not be tired after I get off of work and, you know, actually uh, invest more time in my business. Mm -hmm. So if you are thinking about leaving, I don't want to tell you to leave, but you should come up. Yes. (laughs) You know, everything's still going to work out. Everything's still going to be fine. And now you'll just have more time to, you know, devote to you, which is. I know these ladies are tired of me saying on every episode, girl, this weekend, I'm going to catch up on some sleep. (laughs) That is so real. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Awesome. Describe your most epic ladies' night in or ladies' night out. My most epic ladies' night in or ladies' night out. I've had quite a few uh, <laughs> just really fun nights uh, with my friends. What would be the most epic? Besides me driving y'all around. Right. Uh, <laughs> it was with Kayla. Uh, she was here. <laughs> Probably one of uh, my friend's birthdays. I usually have a very great time at other people's birthdays. Not so much my birthday, but for Kayla, Sharia, my other best friend, um, I have a great time. I will say I have a little bit too much fun, but I was at my house for a birthday party. So, yeah, that's, I can't really, yeah, that's. (laughs) All right. So, birthday parties. Birthday parties, yes, yes. (laughs) Awesome. So, are you ready for a game? Yes. This is the ladies' night game. So, I usually ask several questions, and you choose the choice that most describes you. Okay. Okay? So, the first one is lipstick or mascara? Lipstick. Do you have a favorite one? No, just I kind of like nude lipsticks, maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just nude. Yeah, just a nude <laughs> lipstick, I guess. And actually, so you answered one of them earlier. I was going to say, do you prefer self-employment full-time or side hustle with benefits of the full-time job? <laughs> I prefer no job and nobody telling me what to do. So uh, The first one. <laughs> yes, the first one. Even though, you know, your business is, you know, still your job, kind of, well, if you look at it that way, but... You're still doing a lot of work, so yeah. I would definitely say self-employment. Okay, so related to tonight's topic, Vagisil or vinegar? Vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I'm an advocate of natural products, so. Got it. Yes. They <laughs> just both started with a V, so I went with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, since I know you're younger mm-hmm. of the new school and all of that. Claire Huxtable or Cardi B? Cardi B. Uh, (laughs) I love Claire. She's just not resonating that much with my life right now. So not that Cardi B's resonating more, but, uh, you know, just that Bill Cosby, the Cosby life, it exists for some people, just not for me and my reality today. So, You know, a few episodes I kind of talked about how, you know, you try to pursue the things that people say you're supposed to have. So, like, the white picket fence, the house with two kids, a husband, and all of that. And I felt like for most of my own life, I pursued, you know, the Claire Huxtable life. But I would probably agree. I'm leaning more towards Cardi B, living my truth out loud. Yeah, she's living the, a lit life. And uh, not to say that I'm trying to be super lit, but... Just all of those things that I thought were important just aren't that important anymore, or they're just not as important as everyone made them seem. So Right. Yeah. I totally agree. And then last but not least, slippers or stilettos? Slippers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about 99% of the crowd, sis. Um, slippers. Okay. <laughs> slippers. Uh, yeah, slippers. All right. So... Tonight, we're going to talk about Yoni, and I've done a little research to scratch the surface, but I feel that you would have more of an in-depth 
explanation about what Yoni is and what you do. So um, could you tell us more about Yoni? Yes. Yoni is the Sanskrit word for vagina or sacred space or sacred portal. So it's just another term for you to refer to your vaginal area. It's a word that I prefer a lot better than a lot of the other words that uh, we say. Even though vagina, I like vagina is just a, you know, the proper terminology and I do prefer that a little bit better. Yoni is more of a, I can't even say that because that would then say that I have a problem with vagina and I don't. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of part of the whole uh, reason why I started Yoni Love was just to get the conversation started again about vaginas um yoni is just i guess more of a daintier or it does yeah it's just more daintier than i don't know why vagina has such a negative association with it but it there's definitely one i think that's why we don't really talk about it as much Mm -hmm. um we need to but if you don't like saying vagina you know you can definitely say yoni so vagina even hearing you say it sounds hard it does but (laughs) i just love the word vagina like over other words that we you know say for our um, sacred space or our sacred portal as you know yoni suggest so it's just all about the love below basically yeah <laughs> you kind of had me thinking about how when there is talk about vaginas or yonis it's more talk in response to it being violated right and so usually we do talk about vaginas around valentine's day there's um certain plays that happen throughout the city I won't say because I don't want to speak out against that but even with that I feel like it's one perspective mm-hmm. so for instance with the women's march there was a certain perspective projected even in fighting for women's rights mm-hmm. whereas and I'll be forthright about this you know black women felt left out in that movement mm-hmm. and so I feel that when we talk about our yonis or our vaginas black women are often left out of that conversation too We're most definitely left out of the conversation, not even to make it like even about race because I'm just, you know, I love my black people. Mm -hmm. But it's just like women in general are just kind of left out of the conversation uh, just when it comes to like equality, (laughs) you know, just everything. Uh, Some men may say that maybe we are at an advantage, but realistically and then just historically, we have not been. Um, It's just now till today where we, you know, not even today. There was a lot of great movements back in, um, you know, the 50s, the 60s and just women, the women's suffrage movement and the feminist movement and all the things that were going on. However, you know, we were still fighting to just kind of be heard or to be noticed or to have a place. So, like, yeah, we're breaking barriers on some levels, but like we're not even getting down to like vaginal health or like yoni health or like you know women being celebrated there's still like a lot of controversy and you know just we can't come together on certain issues even as women you know just with like pro-choice or how you should be able to be in in control of your body um the government has a lot to do with that yeah there's definitely an issue and uh Again, that's why I want to really start talking about it. And you kind of said it. But when we do talking about vaginas, we more so talk about like trauma or Mm -hmm. um, it's not more so a celebration. And there are, um, you know, plays and different things where they do celebrate it. And then they do um, also highlight just the reality or the harshness of the things that women do face. But we're not talking about a our yonis are vaginas in a loving way or it's not a normal conversation so um, definitely need to start encouraging ourselves to love ourselves more so that we can feel more comfortable even having conversations about vaginas or uh, you know just equality and women's rights and just different things like that sometimes it can just even among other women go unnoticed so that is so true, and I'm glad you said that. Um, one of the episodes I recorded last season was with um, a student midwife, mm-hmm. and we talked a lot about natural health and just embracing your body and uh, breastfeeding and different mm-hmm. things like that. 
and I know that you're passionate about using natural remedies and all of that. And so in that interview, I don't know if I included it in there or if it was a different conversation, but I know that there's been guests that stressed, you know, talking about our bodies and the terminology that they truly are. So like, you know, this is your breast, this is right. Is there a way do you think we can have those conversations in a loving way? Well, I guess we I'm really just trying to figure out when did vagina become such a bad word? You know, like why are these conversations not normal? Like why is it just like we need to be kind of hush hush or a con- you know, just talking about our bodies is kind of considered like something that we need to do in private. Like why is it a private conversation? You know, everyone's having sex. I mean, it's a natural process. Like, one of the main things you don't have to do, but you have the option to do is, like, recreate. And, like, you use your sexual organs for that. Like, I'm not sure why it's such a... um shameful conversation i do understand and see that we just kind of practice from generation to generation what grandma's been taught and then what she taught her daughter and then what she teaches us and then we kind of you know so if it's been a taboo topic from you know the start of your lineage then it's just going to kind of trickle down until someone decides not to do that but you also said something about people not knowing the correct terminology and it's something that needs to be you know addressed because there are children that are getting um, touched and um, abused and they don't even know how to properly communicate to an adult that someone is touching me in my vagina or touching me on my penis you know and um, it's just kind of sad that they can't even So, you know, they're using words like pocketbook or, you know, flower or garden or something that's so childish, which, you know, we we're trying to keep a child innocent. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with vagina. That's just what it is. It's a normal word. It's not anything bad. Um, You have a vagina, you have a penis, you know. So I don't I don't know where it became such a somewhere in society. Some man probably said it was a bad word. So maybe. Yeah. (laughs) So, what is Yoni Love? Yoni Love is self-love. It's uh, just, I really wanted the company originally to be called, and this goes back to kind of like this whole patriarchal society we lived in. I was getting someone to help me, help me with my logo, and I was couldn't decide on the name because I just could not decide on the name, but I wanted to do all things vagina, and his feedback and it was probably very true because it's just how most of the um you know the masses think but he just was like yeah nobody wants to hear vagina like that's just not you know it doesn't look good it's not good from like a marketing standpoint and so from that day I'm like I really want to work with women because you know of course you're gonna say you don't like that so um I end up keeping the name Yoni Love because it's just vagina love so um just love your vagina more and I think that will solve a lot of issues um and then you know your vagina is a part of you so it's just kind of like loving yourself more your vagina is kind of what makes you a woman and separates you from being a man so like really taking care of that cultivating that it's your life force you can do so many great things with it I think we should just love her you know more and more each day and so that's just basically what Yoni love is is just you know loving yourself a little bit more each day <laughs> I agree I, I love I don't know it just seems so provocative as far as like it draws you in mm-hmm. the title like what it stands for and even how you broke that down is just like yeah I want to put up my fist or uh, put up my in <laughs> 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 total agrees with everything <laughs> How did you learn about Yoni? Because I would have never known about Yoni when I looked it up on the um, dictionary. I got to see what you were talking about. But before that, I've never heard of the word Yoni. Me either. Um, Honestly, I just kind of stumbled across it. Um, In college, I was a public health major. Again, these aren't even things that we learned about traditional, non-traditional medicine. Um, I was a pre pre-med major before that so I took a lot of bio uh, classes and again this is just not something that they're training or talking to people about but I honestly just started researching natural ways to like heal the body or heal the vagina for very simple um, 
most common things that women deal with, which would be like yeast or bacterial infections. And most of the time it's just uh, stress related or, you know, birth control or maybe medications that you're taking it. But I was very interested in coming up with natural ways for that. And so I just started researching and believe it or not, you know, behold the YouTube university. Yes. Uh, it has everything on there. I don't even know why people are going to traditional schools, but that's kind of like where I found a lot of information was on YouTube and you know um you can get firsthand experience, you know, people are really giving their, you know, testimonies, you can see results. So YouTube would I would say would be the first place that I found it and then I just start researching it more asking questions a lot of the doctors didn't really know what I was talking about or when I would ask them are there any alternative ways to treat these complications or something so simple as a bacterial infection um can we not get an antibiotic or is there anything else that we can do and they're like no honey you know just come in and do this and do that and I just was like yeah that just sounds really awful right (laughs) so yeah YouTube yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, several things stuck out to me about what you said and I'm not here to like spill my vagina history or mm-hmm. my yoni history at all but I, I have noticed changes in my body when stress has yes. increased or like uh, sugar so mm-hmm. I had to stop drinking coffee because it affected my health in that way mm-hmm. what are some other things that can affect your yoni health that you've come across? Um, Like you mentioned, uh, diet basically would be one of the biggest things. It's directly correlated to, you know, your digestive system. So, like, whatever you are eating is going to kind of be passed through, whether it's in your urine, through your vaginal area, whether it's out the other way, it's still (laughs) all down in that area. So, um, diet, I would say, is pretty much the main thing that um could be throwing off your yoni health so sugar is directly related to like you know more yeast there's certain meats you could be eating that could be causing it um, you said meat meats just a lot of different food that could just be throwing off your ph so maybe incorporating um more fresh food and not so many um you know animal products could help adding probiotics into your diet is also another great way to like combat some of those um, issues because it's usually just like an overgrowth of a normal bacteria or yeast that's already in your vagina it's just kind of went a little bit haywire so and that can be caused from your directly from your diet if you're eating more breads or if you're eating more you know sugary foods Mm -hmm. and it's gonna like definitely show down there But outside of foods, like you said, stress is definitely a major one. Kind of what you're putting directly into your body. Mm -hmm. So like your partner or uh, I don't a lot of people use tampons or pads, but, you know, they're full of a lot of toxins and they're not natural. So um, that could directly be causing a lot of issues. And then also a lot of the medications that we're you know, they're helping us in other areas, but they're also causing, you know, an overgrowth of bacteria or, you know, yeast to be more prominent. Um, that's definitely what antibiotics do. Yeah. Birth control definitely is another area or issue that is causing your yoni health to be, you know, altered. So ladies out there listening to Ladies Night Podcast, part of me wanted to do this recording live, but... We are going to go through what is called a yoni steam. So what is a yoni steam? Basically, a yoni steam is like a facial for your vagina. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Very simply, it's just a relaxing process where a woman takes um, natural herbs. Yoni love, we use organic natural herbs, and we kind of create a tea And these herbs have um, healing properties. So depending on whatever issue a woman may be going through. So say she has um, reoccurring yeast or BV or she has heavy periods, uh, fibroids or cysts. There are herbs that will combat those specific issues. So you can make a, a yoni steam blend or your herbal blend using different herbs based on whichever symptoms you may be having. You take those herbs and you kind of make like a tea. And 
you add the fresh herbs or the dried herbs to your boiling water and you kind of boil and simmer the herbs for like 10 to 15 minutes and then you take the nice warm tea bath and you steam your wonderful yoni with it all right (laughs) (laughs) and the uh steam actually does just steam is just a very um healing property for just a lot of things but even if you steamed without any herbs you know that still would be effective because the steam just has very great properties but the steam is what actually pulls down any unnecessary or unwanted uh, you know maybe tissues or build up from your period that wasn't able to come all the way out because your period is another self cleanse so like a yoni steam is kind of like a uterine cleanse or a womb cleanse um your period is equivalent to that so naturally that's what your body does but sometimes because your diet can be so poor or you're eating a lot of food or you're stressed out or you're taking birth control and you're not properly you know menstruating your vagina walk and or your um, uterus can just have a buildup of stuff that needs to kind of come out and that's what the steam does um the warm the warmness of the steam comes in and helps bring things down and that's basically what a yoni steam is vaginal facial all right well we're about to try out this vaginal facial but before we do and while we're getting ready check out a word from our sponsor for the listeners of ladies night podcast you can receive the rose quartz yoni egg the stone of love and the special v-day yoni steam blend just for the ladies night podcast listeners Fellas, get it for your girls. Ladies, get it for your friend. Normally valued at $50, you can receive it all for $40 today. Order at yoniloveshop.com and use the special code LADIESNIGHT. All right, so we are now on our Yoni Steams. <laughs> what am I sitting on? You are sitting on what I call the Yoni Throne. <laughs> And it's just the Yoni steam box. It's just a uh, box that I get made so that you can kind of steam more comfortably. Because mm-hmm. I'm steaming more of the traditional way. Uh, yoni steaming is an ancient traditional practice. It's been around for like 5,000 years in different um, communities. More so like the Mayan cultures. Um, Chinese cultures also did it. But I'm squatting over my pot of herbs and uh, you can also steam that way i'm glad you said chinese because i went to china last may Mm -hmm. and before i went everyone warned me about the uh, squatty potties Mm. and i was like (laughs) oh my gosh i'm so scared and i waited as long as i could before i had to use the restroom in public (laughs) but after two weeks there i was like i prefer squatting squatty potties because you clear out everything (laughs) you go to the bathroom Like, you don't have to go back for that little tinkle or whatever. (laughs) So, uh, if you all could see this, I might take a picture. I might not. But there's a hole at the top. And there's, like, an opening of my box where she puts the bowl of the herbs. And so, I'm sitting over the hole on a seat. And it kind of feels like we're in a vaginal uh, sauna. Yes, basically. (laughs) And there's several different ways that you can steam. So this is just one of the ways. But you can get really creative. You can sit on the toilet. Um, It's just some women have more um, extensive vaginal issues. So they may need to steam every night or twice a day. And this is just more comfortable versus, you know, squatting maybe over warm warmer uh steam water than this for 30 minutes at a time so okay so you say a range of 10 to 30 minutes per steam yes so depending on whatever issue you may have um, women who are prone to yeast or bv they recommend steaming for 10 to 10 minutes max but maybe 10 to 15 minutes and 30 minutes maximum for any other type of issues i think we talked before the show about some of the conditions you would have or the situations where you would want to steam. So you talked about for fertility. What are some other? Postpartum care. So after um, a woman has a child, yoni steaming is definitely great to help repair some of the vaginal tearing that a woman might have experienced and also just helping pull out a lot of the, uh, you know, just afterbirth things from um, the pregnancy. Uh, it's also good for just regular maintenance. So, um, you can steam maybe once a month. You can steam once a week. Um, it helps with 
heavy periods. So uh, if you have issues with maybe missing periods, heavy periods, or irregular periods, you can get on a, a steaming plan that can help regulate your cycle again. And she's really squatting over here, y'all. <laughs> she is a pro. And I'm over here on this box like, okay, what's up? <laughs> but, yeah, you can definitely feel the steam. Yes. It's not hot or anything, but it's like, oh, is this working? <laughs> yes, you can do different setups. So sometimes uh, maybe women who may have like a, you know, need to sit in steam for 30 minutes and they need the temperature to be at a set rate, you can use like an electric burner. I've never used that, but there are some women that use that and it regulates the temperature. Mm-hmm. Or if you're, I usually steam for 10 to 15 minutes, you can just, you know, kind of, I usually let the steam water sit and cool down because if you don't, it can be too hot and that's not good because it's supposed to be a relaxing, you know, time for you and your young. So what was the combination of herbs that you used for ours? So for the Yoni Steam Blend that I created tonight, I used primarily a lot of, I was trying to make it have more of a uh, pleasant smell. Some of the herbs you use, it can smell like, uh, you know, just a real herbful uh, environment. But Mm -hmm. I did use rose petals, lavender, peppermint, rosemary, motherwort is a um, really good ancient Chinese herb that can be used um, for a variety of things. Mugwort is also a herb that I used as well. I threw a little bit of chamomile. You kind of can just add what you feel like you need. Depending on what you have, herbs kind of have like an energetic vibration to them. So they say the herbs that you have are exactly the herbs that you need. I was about so. to say, I'm starting to feel a little open down here. <laughs> <laughs> We've been at it for about three minutes. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, I'm feeling a spread, <laughs> like open. It's feeling. only been three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> oh, I lied. It's been over five. Okay. So, what are some of your uh, most popular herb combinations or products that I would say the most common um, blend is a disinfecting blend that I have, and that's just kind of to help women treat yeast and BV. That's kind of like one of the number one things that my clients or the women that I'm working with are struggling with and just kind of using those disinfecting herbs. So like your peppermint, oregano is really good. Sage is really good for um, help cleansing uh, the vagina of unwanted bacteria. So So then what are um, some of the other products that you have in addition to in addition to the yoni steams, I have yoni eggs. Um, have you ever tried a yoni egg? Mm-mm. Okay, yoni eggs are basically, um, they're crystals shaped in the form of an egg that are inserted into your vagina to help women heal from the inside and also tighten and tone their um, pelvic walls. So you use them for Kegels? Or? Yes, they're okay. like, when you use the yoni eggs and do Kegels, it's kind of like Kegels on crack. You know, <laughs> it's not just your ordinary Kegel. You actually have, you know, the egg inside and you're, you can fill it, actually. And that's why you kind of start with a larger egg so that your um, vagina can actually fill the egg and fill when you're contracting and not contracting. So um, it's more of a powerful kegel exercise um, that you can do the yoni eggs also have like healing properties because of the um, stones or the crystals that are used which um, I have the rose quartz egg which are very popular for beginners the jade nephrite egg and um, those are the two eggs that I would suggest for any woman that has not ever tried a yoni egg these are just some of the um you know, one two of the easier stones to work with. But you can work with whatever stone you want. Again, like the herbs, the stone can kind of find you, whichever resonates more so with you. Um, I also have some yoni oils um, that Ooh, you can what do you use. What do you use the oils for? Um, you can use the oils kind of for whatever you want. You can use it as lube. You can use it as just... Um, after you get out the shower and you just kind of want to put some oil down there for the day um, to help, you know, regulate your pH balance and just, uh, you know, if you're not, you're not supposed to, if you don't have a vaginal wash that's natural, the yoni oil can also help with that. I also do have a couple of adults 
toys on the uh, on the website. I have a vibrator that is amazing. It's just kind of like a small little bullet, but that really is on the site to help women, uh, you know, achieve more stronger orgasms uh women who've never had an orgasm you know i definitely think you should do some self-exploring and uh you know if you need some assistance i'm about saying girl you missing out if you (laughs) (laughs) and you know that was one of the reasons why i'm like i gotta get something on here is because i'm talking to women and they're not having orgasms and it's just kind of it's sad so it's really sad Um, And I also just have a variety of other, any type of natural product that you feel like you may need um, or that would be helpful. We can kind of get that for you. I do have a couple of natural teas you can take, like a fertility tea that helps increase fertility. Um, There are teas also that are great for like help detoxing and it'll be like a vaginal detox as well. Coming soon, we're going to have a lot more products, so really stay on the lookout. I have a lot of, you know, really great ideas, so... um, I'm tempted to do a party now. You should definitely do a party. Um, Just sit around and seem like, hey, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and just, you know, talk about how wonderful our yummies are, so... We might have to include you in our one of our upcoming events. Okay, please let me know. So it's been about ten minutes. I'm still sitting on the steamer. I don't mind. I'll just sit here probably the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I wanted to talk more about something you mentioned earlier. Why aren't we having these conversations? So we're passing down things about our yonis from, or there's beliefs passed down from our grandparents to our parents, and then to us. Like, who was part of the group of women or even men or the messaging you got about your yoni and your yoni's health? Where did you first learn about your yoni health? Mm, That's an amazing question. (laughs) And honestly, I really don't even remember. Um, (laughs) I remember maybe starting my period in sixth grade and being really embarrassed about it. I don't even know if I told my mom or if I just like went and got my own stuff. But really, um, I always kind of, I don't, maybe I got that from my family or just, you know, stuff. But I just kind of always felt ashamed about it. And this was like as a child. So I don't Mm -hmm. know where I would have picked up all of that from. But I know I used to be really embarrassed to like go and buy pads and Mm -hmm. tampons. Like I just did not want to do that. I wouldn't want to tell guys about my period. I just thought it was just like, oh, like, why are we talking about it? So a lot of uh, the issues that I talk about, I struggled with. And, you know, I'm still I struggle with some of, you know, some mindset issues that I'm working on. And this has really helped me uh, starting the company. But I think a lot of it would would come from a maybe church um religion and not them telling me anything about it but just you know kind of making sex outside of marriage or anything related to sex that's not involved in a marriage kind of bad right so um i'm pretty sure that's where a lot of my family's beliefs stem from and that's probably how they kind of raised us so I remember my mom used to always talk to me about sex, but I don't know if we talked necessarily about vag health. Mm. So, like, um, when it comes to vagina cleansers, I learned about that as an adult. Mm -hmm. And like you said, YouTube University. Right. Um, (laughs) I used to, Morgan and I both um, facilitated programs to young women at one point. And around that time, I also facilitated a different type of program within a school. And it was like a K through six school. So these girls were about to go to high school. I think high school was seven to 12. And so my program would help them with that transition. I remember covering a section and I wanted to talk about health because, you know, I'm starting to smell underarms and things like that. And I wanted to find a non-intrusive way to talk about feminine health Mm -hmm. so I started watching some YouTube videos and the girl talked about cleaning with the vaginal cleanser I was like dang I'm like 30 and I didn't (laughs) y'all sorry (laughs) I put myself on blast (laughs) but just it wasn't until later that I learned about the importance and different ways to cleanse but again that's also when I learned about how stress Mm. 
Uh, I was definitely stressed around that time and how that changes your pH and everything. Right. And there's a little bit of, you know, even controversy with vaginal cleansers. And I know as long as I can remember going to the doctor, the doctors are, you know, saying like, don't use soap down there. And they would always say like, are you using soap? And I'm like, well, no, I'm not. But, you know, maybe a little soap got down there. And this is why. Like, obviously. Yeah, (laughs) this could be this or this could be that. But I... You know, I knew about, like, douching maybe from, like, just older women and, uh... That was always scary to see in, like, the bathroom. Yeah, like, do you not want to put that up? Can you not... Like, people or other people are taking a shower in here, like... Yeah, Yeah, so... (laughs) That was one of those things. I swear, when I saw those, I was like, what is this? It's like when a kid first looks up on, like, a a vibrator or something. Right. (laughs) Like, okay, like... This I remember seeing something on a comedy show like the kid found a vibrator and they were like, This toy stinks <laughs> something great. But I mean like we do formulate ideas yes. when nobody's really telling us what Yes, we are that thing is. And, you know, even just the debate with, you know, for a while, I was just really against vaginal soaps. Like, I'm like, you don't need that for your vagina. Like, it's self-cleansing. You should be able to just use water. But the older we get, you know, just the different changes that we have in life and the things that we're eating. And uh, especially with the things that are in our food, um, Mm -hmm. which are causing a lot of the issues. It's just our food not being as healthy as it needs to be. You may need natural maybe like wash or you know Mm -hmm. something that's natural natural ingredients because when you do use soap you know you may wash down there but the soaps that we are using for our body does have things that aren't natural in them so like we really shouldn't even be using those soaps for our body Mm -hmm. and then really especially for our yoni because she is very sensitive she is very delicate and you know the smallest thing can kind of throw off her um her balance so um vaginal washes with natural products you know i coming around to i think they're very great it can help with you know ph balance and leveling that out and you know just kind of making sure that um, there's not any overgrowth due Mm -hmm. to just you know everyday things that we um go through so we kind of touched on a couple of myths about your yoni or vaginas, but um, one of the myths I co- had come across was that healthy vaginas don't smell. What are your thoughts? Can you define smell? <laughs> um, ver- basically, smell versus no- non-smell, no or- odor at all. Well, I believe every woman has her own smell, so okay. her own scent. So, you know, you may be able to smell that, but does that necessarily mean it's unpleasant? No, it just means that's her own fragrance, you know, just her natural nectar that her yoni produces. But if there is an unpleasant smell, then that is an indication that, you know, maybe something is going on. There's an imbalance or an overgrowth of something. So depending on the um, pleasantness of the smell, mm-hmm. that can definitely lead or let you know um, when you're maybe experiencing some unhealthy um, symptoms. So, But, you know, a smelly JJ is just, you know, something's out of out of uh, alignment and you just kind of need to fix that so yeah how much does um sex come into your consultations or your yummy events or you know <laughs> that's something that i would love to just talk more about but you know sex again is like a taboo topic as well mm-hmm. i think you know when you're among your friends and different things like that you know women are more open and men talk about it but I just have my own issues with sex, which, you know, helped me come up with different things that I want to discuss with women and, you know, kind of just start the conversation. Not a lot of women have, you know, came out and openly have told me how the um, just being unhappy with their yoni is kind of like directly, you know, affecting their sex life. It's Mm kind of like something that I have to kind of ask about. You know, people don't really want to say that. I'm having BV and it's causing issues in my sex life, you know, but these are issues that are going on and it's not anything to be, um, you know, embarrassed about. And, you know, I definitely wish it was a conversation that, you know, women would feel more comfortable talking to men about Mm -hmm. so that they actually were more educated on what was going on. Because some guys will be like, you got a yeast infection, you know, like it's a 
a death threat or something like it's just you know something that i probably might have picked up from you or you know (laughs) picked Uh, up from you i didn't say that out loud (laughs) but you know it's just kind of like men don't know and a part of that is just we're just not educated because a lot of women don't know why their vagina smells like that and they don't know if it's normal or not normal or what they could do about it and then you know nobody really wants to tell someone hey my vagina smells awful Mm -hmm. so it's just kind of like sometimes a lot of women are suffering in silence which is terrible too because you know a part of self-love is just being happy and you know when your vagina is not happy i'm not happy so um maybe yeah um faking happiness and that was a great transition for us because i wanted to talk more about just by definition yoni means sacred space or sacred place and we are touching on self-love and when you have self-love, it is acknowledging the sacred act of taking care of yourself. For me, I feel like my grandmother definitely stressed that. She always talked about, you know, grandma, mm-hmm. but like <laughs> she always talked about just, you know, you can't give everybody that sacred part of you. That's right. how she referred to the Yoni. And so what are your thoughts about that? I definitely agree with that 100%. I think... A part of the reason why your yoni may be out of um, balance is because of what you're putting inside your yoni. So that includes men that aren't worthy enough to be in your sacred space. And then that just kind of goes back to um, being more selective with who you're allowing to enter you. Because not everybody's worthy of you. And just sometimes I'm really big on energies. I just don't want that energy inside of me. So... um Yes, I think you definitely should be cautious about who you're letting in. And the more you realize and understand that you are sacred and this is a sacred space and you need her to cultivate, you know, a child or cultivate just a healthy period or just, you know, regular everyday activities for you. You can't be letting things like a unhealthy partner, you know, mess up your balance. So I definitely think that you should be very selective with who you're allowing into your um, sacred space. Yes, definitely should be selective about that. So how did you learn that for yourself? I would say I've struggled with a lot of um, religion and uh, just a lot of those beliefs and just, you know, kind of viewing sex as just just some really weird thoughts like when it came to sex and just like the repercussions of having sex and not being married and I kind of just had to kind of unlearn everything that I was taught and kind of figure it out for myself so I've been doing a lot of non-traditional things and I'm okay with that like I sting my vagina and I'm okay with that I've tried yoni eggs and I'm okay with that and you know nothing's happened to me I'm perfectly fine you know I didn't take the antibiotics that the doctor suggested and I'm still living you know yeah um so just kind of just being being willing to uh not do the status quo and kind of do my own thing has just kind of helped me and then just trial and error like figure out what works for me and like I'm more so like how I feel after I do something so if I'm doing something and I don't feel good about it whether you know society says it's acceptable or not how do I feel so it's just kind of like I'm really working on putting myself first and you know it may not look how someone else may think it looks but to me it's working so Mm -hmm. that's just kind of what I've been doing is just trying to make decisions that are best for me partners that are best for me maybe I'm not always you know making the best decision but at that time I'm just still putting at the forefront what do I want Mm -hmm. um and my needs, because if you're not happy again, how can you feed or give to other people? So Right. I would imagine, especially since, you know, talking about our yonis and sex is still taboo in some circles. What is the reception you've gotten from, not even society, but just like the women in your family? Girl, my mom is, <laughs> you know, she's supportive. She finally tried a yoni steam. She hasn't got to the yoni egg. But, you know, just, I know one day I think I had did a post about um, vaginal shaming. And, you know, it really, 
I think there was a, I don't know if you remember if you were on Facebook, but there was some girl that must have sent her vagina to some guy on Snapchat, and then like every, I don't know if you remember, but everybody was just reposting it, talking oh about how ugly her vagina was, and just all these terrible things, and saying her vagina must be loose because it looked like this, and just was very disheartening to see how ignorant people were especially women yes. that were saying these things like oh her you know walls must be loose or she this or that and it's just like your vagina's a muscle guys so for one it's not ever going to get to the point where like it can't go back to its mm-hmm. you know suppleness you can work at it you can you know train it you, there's just a lot of things you can do but i had made a post on facebook about vaginal shaming and my mom was just kind of like, Morgan, could you not talk about things like that or whatever? And I'm just like, Mom, I'm getting ready to start a whole company where we're talking about vaginas. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to make people uncomfortable. But at the same time, like, why is it so uncomfortable for you to talk about your vagina? You know, like, it's not that big of a deal. Um, my grandmother, she did a yoni sting with me. And she was very supportive, like... You know, I was really surprised. She was saying she needed a Yoni Steam box. She's going to really tell ladies when she gets down there. So, I'm just like, okay, Grams, thank you. (laughs) So, you know, that was just really good, you know, just to kind of get the support from her. Uh, My other grandmother hasn't tried yet, and that's just more of my... Religious, yeah, my religious grandma. Oh. I don't know if she's, like, against it, but we've never, like, really sat down and talked about it because, again... Just like Yoni steaming and just doing something that's different. You know, a lot of people didn't agree with me deciding to leave my job and not working. So, you know, a lot of times I kind of have to have minimal conversations with people because I don't feel like I should have to explain to you why I'm living my life the way that I'm choosing to live my life. And ladies, you need to have minimal conversation when you're stepping out on faith or what you believe your purpose is, you can't be telling everybody. You can't because that little voice in your head, you know, just even if you're having a great day and someone just throws off the tiny bit, Mm -hmm. you know, just the negativity. Sometimes if you're not, you know, very definite in your planning, it can be hard because we are surrounded by everybody that's just doing just like auto suggestion everything Mm -hmm. that we've been doing they just keep doing the same thing they're unhappy but they're still going to that job like they Mm -hmm. hate their job but they're still going there every day they feel like that's the only way out they can't see any other possibilities so like sometimes just their little bit of negativity can have you just like well shoot Mm -hmm. maybe they are right maybe i do need to go back to work and i need to get a job and Mm -hmm. maybe my life will be this but um I was broke kind of working my job. I'm not, you know, the most successful entrepreneur right now, but uh, I'm struggling just as if if I went to work 40 hours a week. So I just like struggling for myself and, you know, actually being happy and um, putting my money towards my products and my time towards the things that I want to do versus 40 hours at Eli Lilly, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, but definitely keep conversations, you know, minimal. I wouldn't say not tell people, but, you know, it's very important to be around like-minded people. That is so, so. true. Mm-hmm. You spoke a lot to what I value as a, just like friendships, you know, your girls are people you can talk to openly about those. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have enough voices within about self-doubt, like, you don't need any additional voices right? Like, ear. <laughs> and just even it got to the point where um, I went to Houston a few weeks ago because I'm thinking about relocating. My friends are talking about going and they're just like, oh, all this, we can have fun and stuff. And I was just realistically like just to where I'm at in my life, just being more, I don't even want to call it selfish because, you know, selfish sometimes is looked upon as negatively, but just more... Um, more careful, more cautious with my time, who I'm spending it with, who my energy's being around, am I being drained? Because again, if I'm telling you I'm leaving Eli Lilly, I'm starting Yoni Love, I want to be a successful entrepreneur, this is my first business, I want to keep starting businesses and do this and do this, and then you're my friend and you hit me with, oh, hey, Morgan, here's a job you should apply for. You know, that to me, that's just kind of like conflicting. And, you know, again, it's just like I want to be around people that, you know, I told you that this is what I want to do. I want you to be on board with this is what I want to do. If I'm saying I'm not applying for another job, 
then don't talk to me about another job. So just really making sure that the people in your life know what you're trying to do. You know what you're trying to do. And whoever doesn't really respect that, you know, I'm not saying to cut them off, but you may have to distance yourself until, you know, they can kind of get to where you're at. And create some boundaries. Yes, exactly, boundaries. Yeah, so as I wrap up my steam, (laughs) are there any final thoughts about um, self-love, sacred spaces, yoni love that you would like to share with the ladies? I just want to encourage the ladies to just love themselves a little bit more. Do non-traditional things. Do what makes you happy. Um... If you're having any issues with your vagina or just any health issues, I definitely recommend getting a second opinion. Mm-hmm. I definitely recommend looking at all your options. Don't let a doctor tell you that, you know, you need this hysterectomy or you have um, a cyst and you need this surgery. Like, please, 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 if it's not with Yoni Love, find someone that can kind of give you a different outlook or a different perspective on the situation that you have going on just know that there's options out here you don't have to have that c-section maybe the doctor is telling you about no. you know just any you all these th- different things that we're faced with i just really encourage you to you know listen to your body a lot more closely put her first whether that's food the men that you're dealing with the products you know the tampons or the Things that you're using, just be more cautious and be more open to doing things differently. So, thank you so much, you're Morgan. Welcome. Thank you for having me. No problem. So, you kind of mentioned relocating, but what else is next for you? I'm really just trying to make Yoni Love more of a everyday uh, brand or just an everyday way to look at healing yourselves um, and. Coming up with more products, you know, talking and engaging with more women in the future. I plan to not only speak with women, but really kind of start bridging the gap between, you know, some of the issues that men and women face. Dealing with intimacy and just different things that could um, be related to, like, fertility issues and just raising families. And, uh, you know, all of that. I just want Yoni Love to just kind of be a new avenue to just do things differently how did the ladies connect with you you can find me online Uh, my facebook page is yoni love Um, i'm on instagram at yoni love shop and then you can also find me on my website at www.yoniloveshop.com you can ask questions you can plan to host the yoni steam party Um, You can buy products and, you know, you can give me feedback if you think there's anything that I should add or talk about. I'm definitely open to um, hearing all of that. Well, thank you so much. And before um, we wrap up this episode, I am going to put my clothes back on and (laughs) come back um, after this word from our sponsor. For the listeners of Ladies Night Podcast, you can receive the Rose Quartz Yoni Egg, the Stone of Love, and the Special V-Day Yoni Steam Blend just for the Ladies Night Podcast listeners. Fellas, get it for your girls. Ladies, get it for your friend. Normally valued at $50, you can receive it all for $40 today. Order at YoniLoveShop.com and use the special code Ladies Night. So ladies, before you head out, remember that your mind and your body are both sacred places and that you should not allow just anybody to violate you or to disrespect you in any way. And I feel like that's what um, Morgan was stressing about Yoni love and just loving yourself and especially enough to have those boundaries, even when it comes to those people who are closest to you. And uh, don't forget, we have the Ladies' Night Out Dinner and Black Panther on February 17th, 2018. Remember, tickets are $15 if you purchase between now and February 10th. We do have a gift with your purchase. Um, tickets are available on Siobhan.co, S-H-A-V-O-N-N-E.co, or Eventbrite. You can listen to episodes of Ladies Night Podcast on ladiesnightpodcast.com. 
follow us on Instagram at ladies underscore night underscore podcast. And we're also on Facebook at ladies night podcast. We're also on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, YouTube. And if you're currently on iTunes, please resubscribe so that you can get the latest episodes using our newest hosting site. All right. Thank you all for checking us out. And we want you to have a great weekend. And I look forward to meeting you at Ladies Night Out Dinner and Black Panther and future Ladies Night Out events. Have a good weekend.